back hombres to another range anxiety it's our sunday session not being done on a sunday but you're hearing it on sunday and i'm doing it a bit earlier um range anxiety is coming to you because in the uh, seat next to me in the blue booth is me it's paul housen hey world hey marty hey, hey babe. babe enjoying cans enjoying cans yeah not cans Oh, and cans. No, I, I just heard babe and cans. Yeah, no. and, then, <laughs> and then you're going bourbon cans and all sorts of things. And I've got John sticking his head through. Hi, John. How you going? Um, slam of the door. Now, what are uh, what are we up to today? What are you doing here? I was just in the neighbourhood. Come down and see if my supercharger was ready. Actually, <laughs> you said four to six weeks, but hey, it's been one. Surely, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's right. What's your name? You're a typical cut. Customer, <laughs> no, that's no, I was just right. a bit keen, Marty. So I thought I'd pop. You bit keen? Well, you got three weeks holidays at the moment, haven't you? Yes, yes. Uh, but today's probably uh, one of the highlights of, of your life. You know, you've gone. There was a time when you were um, obviously just a normal person, and then you're working in Holden, as we covered before, and then obviously you got your motor mechanics ticket at some yep, stage, yep, didn't you? Yep, but today yep. you got your professional tuning certificate. Exactly. A free lesson too. You got <laughs> well, I don't know how much of a lesson it was. And I like that. Before I used to be a normal person. Yeah. Now as soon as you touch cars, you're finished. Tuner. Yeah, you're a street tuner. <laughs> you're actually finished once you touch cars. Right. right. Because you your mind's fried and now all of that love that you've had over the years for cars and doing your own thing and building cars now you're at the top of the roller coaster ride. Yep. And give it a couple yep. of years you're gonna hate it. Passion, the love just gets sucked out of you, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, yeah. It does. Um, which is why you obviously need in every vehicle now to have a polarizer, but more on that later. Oh, We're gonna okay. do some measurements of polarization. Excellent. This weekend. So what did we learn today? Just summarize it. Obviously don't bring the vehicle in question up. I don't want any incriminating evidence. Right, but right, right. what did we learn about logging and experience today? Well, we learnt that sometimes a log is all you need <laughs> in the morning. It's a great way to start the day. <laughs> but once you've got that out of the way and you start tuning, yeah, just a bit of a log and having a look at that data can give you a real insight as to what's going on. And I'm not saying I had it 100% wrong, but I had it wrong, and you had it right, and you had a look at the log and nailed it first go, didn't you? Yeah, well, there's just one number that was well out of kilter. We didn't know if this thing was rich, lean, whatever, and the oxygen sensors basically went to zero, and Paul said, oh, that's full rich. Well, it was full-scale deflection just the other way. One is yep. Uh, yep. a thousand millivolts is rich, and zero is lean. And yep. so... Um, did we use finesse? We didn't use any finesse, did we? We, we took your slash and burn method. And we, and what did I call it today? Brute force. Yeah. <laughs> so Is that what he said? Brute force? Brute force. Yep. That's one step above slash yep. and burn. Yeah. Slash and burn means you're sort of like copying and pasting, or any, you know, stuff, like big changes. Brute force just means whatever you think and multiply that by a hundred times and do it. Yeah. Yep. And it's either going to work or it's not. In this case, it worked. Instantly. Because we went back to a carburetor principle, didn't we? Yeah. Yep. And, you know, if if on the stomp or the transition, you coughing and backfiring through the inlet, what does that mean with a carby car? Lean. Right. Yeah. Yep. Usually accelerate a plunger or something like that. It's not punching that fuel in. Yeah, that's right. Um, so that's what I did. I worked on the pump, even though the, the E38 doesn't have an actual pump setting as such. Yeah. Stupid bloody thing. <laughs> um, 
so we, you know, trickeried it with the um, volumetric efficient, blah, 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 I'll say that, volumetric efficiency tables and got it fairly right. The one with the car drives, you know, kind with of okay. VVE tables, easier to say. Virtual volumetric efficiency. Isn't that the table you're playing with? They're not virtual. What's They're that? actual. Was oh, that actual? Oh, AFI Live uses virtual. Oh, see what you're saying there? Oh, but I thought Gen, years of experience. Gen 4s had a VVE table. Gen 3s had a VE table. Is that right? Or? I don't know. They all look like VE tables to me. <laughs> yeah, okay. And in HP tuners, they're actually tagged as a VE table. Okay. I think it's the way the different uh, the operating systems are written. I think, I think, so don't sue me if I live, but I think what if I live does is they do a virtual VE that doesn't actually write the VE table in the software, but when you change numbers in the VE table, it modifies all of the coefficients in the background yep. that um, the E38 ECU uses. Yep. That's pretty cool. Well, obviously, it works. Plenty of people use EFI Live with great results. I mean, I don't give a shit how they do it. As long as, you know, what you put in comes out the tailpipe in the right amounts, then... It, it's usually done with just a little bit of finesse. That's You don't usually get carried away, do you, when you're doing a bit of tuning? No, you don't. But today... Why? You, well, you can get things horribly, horribly wrong. Mm -hmm. Usually, the table's not bad, and it just needs a little tweak here and so there. So why did I have to do such... Crazy things. Well, that's a good question. Why did you have to do such crazy because things? Because this it thing was, was an ugly, right. filthy camshaft. Ah, that's right. That's not right. Not the amount of reversion and just horrible. I ram think the words you used were wrong application. Yeah, no, it belongs in the bin, not a car. <laughs> you know, so yeah, I'm not going to go into the brand of camshaft, but it was it just you know, as I've covered before, Paul, and you've probably listened. Why, when there are proven things that work, does everyone have to be smarter and go, oh, "I'm going to do this because it's a custom grind"? No, it's just a shit grind. Yeah, you look like what you said the other day. When it's a weak cam, it's usually a blower style. Yeah, cam. yeah. When it's angry and nasty and runs like a sack of shit it's because it's a custom grind yeah you right? know yeah but the the good thing about the custom grind is it doesn't make any power either <laughs> okay. so it runs like yeah. a sack of shit and doesn't yeah. make any power so yet. it's a triple threat yeah angry shit and don't make power yeah so i call them now the sg series the um shit grind <laughs> yeah, you know I've got, I've got a few manufacturers and part numbers now yep. that are going in the shit grind bucket <laughs> which i went into the bin later in fact i might give them to ppre phillips performance oh, race yeah. engineering yeah. Uh, we got a grinder we could take to them and sort them well, out. Well, the thing about it with a turbocharger in place and an SD operating system, that will generally tend to take the rough edges off that horrible reversion and airflow. Yeah. So maybe you can recycle shit grinds into <laughs> um, turbo cams. That's it. That's it. I like it. I think that's what yeah, used to yeah. happen with, you know, back in the day, is all the shit grinds become the turbo ones. But that's how you overcome weaknesses, isn't it? You, you just do something else. Like, yeah. so, <laughs> is, is that why you're trying to be a tuner now? Yeah, pretty a much. But I mean, yeah. if you if your car's not making any power at the end of the day, just turn up the boost if it's a turbo car. That's if right. That's that's all. You don't yeah. need to change the cam or yeah. yeah, port the heads for a bit more flow. Just wind more boost into it. That can always go wrong too. I'll tell you, people love it when I tell stories from the archives. Yep. I was tuning a 318IS E30. BMW nice. back in the day. Was it an IS? Did they come out in E30? Or it might have just been a 318i. No, it was an IS, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, it had a small turbocharger on it, and I put a Motec on it. Nikai was my, would you believe, back in the day. It was that long ago. It was 1994 or 5. Ooh. One of the early gold box Motecs and M4. He was my personal trainer. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was before it was a fat Wayne Catrue. True, really? that was, yeah, 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 yeah. 
yeah. back when I was racing cars and shit, you know. Okay. I was well, you was an athlete. Probably about the, yeah, elite. <laughs> and um, I was really good on the rowing machine, actually. Okay. And anyway, so I tuned this thing up and, you know, it was all right, but he wanted a bit more. And I said, I don't know if you can have a bit more. So he, he went and saw someone and took the engine out. And they put it on the engine dyno and took the loom out and the Motec out and tuned it up on the engine dyno. And he made a fair bit more power than me, but until Pop went the weasel, yeah. you know, knocked all the ringlands out of it and catastrophically failed and basically shat itself. Yep. And he was a wise old soul, the tuner, and he said, look, the guy in the eye, and he goes, that was an old wound. <laughs> It was about, okay. it was about yep. three seconds so, old. <laughs> three, three minutes old at that stage. Yep. I've never had the ability to do that when something goes wrong. Just no. be able to pick myself up and carry it off and go, you yeah. get that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool though, isn't it? That was yeah. an old wound. Yeah. Which could have been, what, a crack bore or something he's trying to blame? No, too much timing. He just rattled it. Uh, yeah, no, but what I mean is, what do you mean an old wound? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, the guy, the guy's a personal trainer, not an engineer, the customer. So yeah. it was an old wound. So he's just taking his wound. It was just like a strained it. ligament. You know, <laughs> had a strained ringland yeah, ligament. That's it. Yeah, so those sorts of really weird things happened back then, and they still happen today. Yep. And a lot of that technology is still around. Not that I hope, hopefully the old Motex, because they're very, very good. I mean, my mate Streco's got one on his 944 classic rally car, and I can, I can tell you from experience recently that they do work in an inverted position <laughs> I mean, the engines don't but the well, motorcycle is still good like, would that engine be okay i think he reckons it still runs yeah okay yeah is it a boxer configuration no it's no, just straight it's, straight four yeah okay because there would have been a lot of oil in the top end yeah not he, so much in the bottom apparently he was going that slowly when it inverted that it just sort of tripped over itself <laughs> okay uh, you yeah. know, it didn't really do that much damage to the car till I needed to clear it off the road and skull dragged it for like fifty meters on oh, its roof. Okay. Yeah, but anyway. So that's in a bad way. That thing now. It's no, 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 no. Apparently, it's only a light. Didn't even break the rear hatch class. Anything. Wow. Yeah, he's just a big sook. It happened at walking pace. That's all right. Strecko's all right. <laughs> He'll man. bounce back. Well, yeah, exactly. Nothing that 100 kilos of bog won't fix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it'll be lead finished. Yeah, you don't yeah, want right. it bogged up there. It's going to Well, you do because they float then too. If you, They become submarines as well. Oh, Aqueduct. Yeah. Good thought. Um, yeah, so <laughs> okay. anyway, that's what happens. Now, have you got any updates for us, Paul, on uh, the... Um, Teriyaki Turbo Terror. No, no, nothing's happened in, in that regard, to be honest with you. Nothing. Does it get driven? Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's Mark's um, weekender. Yeah, that, that's all it is now. It's just What's like, happened um, to his life? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, he's got the work vehicle, you know, so that that's the day, the weekly. Vehicle. Has he got kids' seats in it? Yeah. His yeah. kids would be nearly too old for that, wouldn't they? Oh. oh, the way things are going, the way our government runs, I think you've got to be in the baby sent to you about 24 now either that or he's claiming him as three years old <laughs> yeah, still that's, that's <laughs> that'd be right. yeah no no that, there's not not a great deal going on with that he's moved house setting up the new workshop so okay well yeah. that's great so yeah. the turp wins the first this is like building austin um the giga factory in texas <laughs> it's kind of like uh, that yeah, yeah. you're kind of a little so, ways out soil when, hasn't actually been turned but yeah that's that's when first customer deliveries are scheduled <laughs> for what year is it now <laughs> yeah so <laughs> Basically, you're just going to be limited by wish. Yeah, pretty much. Wish limited. Yes. 
Uh, okay, speaking of such, you listened to my Epicast recently. We're making this one up as we go today, so don't don't complain if there's any holes in it. There won't be. On on the trucks, on the electric trucks, because it was Phillips that said to me, he messaged me when he saw the F-150 Lightning, and he goes, that's so awesome that you can plug power tools into them and run them on site, because he likes to think he's a bit of a worker from time to time. Oh, he loves a good power tool. But he's then he said hands. to me, yeah, he said, will the car be smart enough to tell you when to stop using your power tool so yeah. you've got enough charge to get home. Yeah. Well, it should know where you live. Well, that depends. Even, whatever you're going to, the, it, to home via the pub. Yeah, that... Oh, there's a good point. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. but, but most of it, this would know where you live, this car. Yeah, I was just saying, um, navigate home and it... Oh, I hope I didn't do it, but yeah, it knows exactly where I live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like now, your so, phone does. So would this give you a heads up that you're now like, hey, Marty, um, you're getting a bit low, you might want to head for home? Does it... Can it tell you that? No, because it knows I don't charge at home for one, but it will say you're getting, uh, it'll tell you when you start to get low that you're getting outside of the range of being able to get back to a supercharger because it knows where they are. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean... Now now these lightnings, this new thing, what Mm. recharges that? Is it the same setup as as a Tesla? Like, is it... No. Tesla's supercharger network only charges Tesla's. Right, they they have got a software handshake and stuff that they know. It so talks you to the can't, car and yeah. do, do, do. you can't. You see people, heaps of like vlogs on Instagram and 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 uh, YouTube, put up pictures of Nissan Leafs and Porsche Taycans and stuff plugged into Tesla chargers. But all they're doing is like pushing the plug on. Yeah, they won't charge. Nothing happens. No. They're thinking Tesla are thinking of opening up their charging network to other um, manufacturers because they make money out of it. You know, That's you right. pay. Well, sometimes you pay. Um, There'd be a licensing fee, and then there's... Oh, look, with a lot of these cars, you get free supercharging for life, or... No, I'm talking other brands. Oh, yeah, yeah, they'll be paying. Yeah. You'd be met... So, basically, the the person to get out there with a better infrastructure will win. You know, like... Well, that's done. So, Tesla's already won. I think there's 65,000 superchargers out there now. They're everywhere. So, you'd be mad not to give them money to use that system, That's right, but it just depends whether they want to let you. Uh, you see, because it's not as if Tesla are going, hey, come and use our superchargers, everyone. They're not yet. They're, yeah, con- yeah. they're considering it. And they would do stuff like they would throttle with the charge speeds. Oh, and yeah. so, you know, if you get a Tesla, you charge at 300 kilowatts um, an hour. And if you got a take and you charge at 150. You know, yeah. something like yeah. that. Yep. I mean, look, a lot of that will be by the by soon because there are other charging networks out there like ChargeFox and all sorts of things that are going in. But unfortunately, as, as you see, when, if you watch a lot of videos on it or go to a lot of them, a lot of them are out of order or someone's taking a crap in the connector or, you know, <laughs> a lot of them aren't that well maintained. Yeah, yeah. And which is a real put off when you, you know, you've, you know, you've you got 5K's range left to get to this charge, you go there and it's like someone's cut the cord off. Yeah. But that's, that's purely because the volume of traffic through there is not great. That's it's, right. Yeah. At the moment. Well, you can't go yeah. to a servo and find someone's shit on the bloody... Oh, you can. <laughs> Well, yeah, probably. You ever been to Cool Guardian? Yeah. Oh, I forget something. Yeah. Oh, not, yeah, not Williston, that's where yeah, you live. The, um, no, I'm not Williston. Oh, but whatever. I, yeah, out, out the boondocks. I know what you're saying. Tesla seem to look after their charges more because I think they're used, they're used more frequently. And if I'm going to a charger here and I say, take me to the nearest supercharger, if it's out of order, it reports to the sky all the time. If it it's out of order, it actually um, comes up red on my screen. Yeah, it says it's okay. out of order. Yeah, that's handy. Don't go to it. And, you know, so I reckon that's a really, really, really good good thing to have. Um, yeah. But so, 
the the, that network doesn't exist for everyone. That's right. So this lightning can go where in Australia? So if we had one here... Well, we'll never get one here. But if we had one right. here, there's some public charges around. Um, there's a couple in North Adelaide. There's, you know, and yeah, you can go there and hopefully there's, you know, not some other plug-in hybrid plugged into it. And because he's going to be there for a while. Is that right? A lot of the time, yeah. A supercharger, you're in. 30 minutes? What? Yeah, some of those are fast-ish, but the thing is, they charge us idle time. So, if my car's full, and I, they charge you like 50 cents a minute if you leave it sitting there full. Oh, that's a good they idea. They smash it for idle time. Oh, do the government own some of these? No, no, but it's just a way of making sure that you you do your job and clear and off. off. Yeah, yeah. You know, otherwise people just leave their car plugged in there all day as a free park. Yeah, because what that's what's, what I was getting at was if if Tesla was to own them all and well not own them, but at least you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. If you rocked up with your Lightning and they cycled it down so it took longer, you're just pissing off the Tesla owners. Well, that that is another point too. That will probably say software's so smart. Look at how many charges are being used. Yep. And if it's a capacity, um, if it's a capacity, they'll throttle you up. Yeah. And if it's not a capacity, they'll throttle you down. I think that's how it will work. And also, yeah. remember, these chargers have two outlets on them. So if it's a 300-kilowatt charger and you've got two cars plugged in, you've only got 150 each anyway. Oh, I didn't realise that. Splits yeah, okay. them down the middle. Yeah. Now, at the moment, there's a new thing going in called the Mega Charger. At, we don't get them. The Mega Charger's going in at Frito-Lay. I think I said something about that last Epicast. Frito-Lay, mate make chips and confectionery and all sorts of good shit yep, yep. and they've got a fleet of the new tesla semi things coming like later this year early next year so they're putting in the mega chargers now which are like a thousand kilowatt hours like those things i think they need like a battery backup like that thing in front of us to try yeah. and stabilize the load on the grid and you know there's a lot of money in chips there's a lot of money in <laughs> chips and there's a lot of money in charging too yep and there's a lot of money to be had isn't there from um Tax and, tax and EV owners. Yeah, yeah. well, look, look. <laughs> uh, it was a race to the bottom. I mean, Australia is a, a, the first country in the world to do anything like this because we're the most backward. So we're leading the way. <clears throat> we're leading the world in taxing EVs rather than giving incentives. Now, it was supposed to be the Marshall government in SA first came up with it. Yep. And then Malinowskis, our Labor opposition leader here, said, I'm going to... Um, repeal this if I get in. So there's been a lot of, you know, excitement headed Malinowskis' way and everyone's cranky with Marshall, whatever. And bring back our race. And which will never happen now. The infrastructure for that's all gone. <laughs> but there is one leader in Australia, state leader, uh, that, you know, has done the, probably the best job of COVID um, lockdowns. Oh, I think they're done, on, yeah. I think they're in lockdown V4 now. Yeah. They're yeah. Melbourne. This one probably only be, what, six, seven months though. Yeah. Really. <laughs> and what what's his catch cry? Get on the beers. That's right. Get yep, on the beers. Yep, we yep. want this to be over as soon as possible, the COVID, so we can get on the beers. Now, yep. Melbourne's mainly run by um, Labor and the Greens. Yeah. No one even votes Liberal there. So they're a very, you know, climate change orientated, um, renewable energy focused party. Anti South Australia. And, well, that, that's quite normal. And they're the first party in the world, this green, climate loving bunch, to tax EVs two and a half cents a kilometre. Yep. Which is pretty good. So it's about uh, it's about two and a half US cents a mile we have to pay just to drive on the roads now. Yeah. Because apparently electricity is free. Well, <laughs> it is a tough one though because... Why is it tough? How else does the government, these people that are out there with our best interest at heart, 
Look yeah. after our roads. If we're <laughs> all driving these EVs... Now, firstly, show me whether, A, they look after the roads. It's the government, Marty. they the always got our interests at heart. You yeah, know this. true. It's... How else are we going to pay for the roads? I mean, sure, they, they tax you when you buy the car, okay. when you register mm. the car and insure it, mm -hmm. and drive it. Mm. <laughs> it's only fair. Well, I paid... No, I don't... Well, it would be only fair if it was done the right way, because the Federal Government of Australia, which is our Liberal Government, run by Scott Morrison, his cronies run the fuel excise, which is the road tax. Right. That's yep. federal. Yep. Now, if federally they wanted to come up with a scheme... Then it's fair? I believe so. But yeah, when okay. states do it, yeah. outside, they just take yeah. what, do things yep. on their own. Yep. What's then going to happen? Everyone's going laughing and we're going, ah, oh, Donnan, you loser, you've been taxed and I've got a 20-year-old bucket of shit and I don't care and I'm <laughs> laughing at you, stick it in your ass, you know, power boy. And it's like, okay, what happens when the Victorian government say, well, you live in Melton and every day when you drive into the city, you've got to drive across a Westgate Bridge and that needs repairs. So no matter what you drive, we're going to charge you two and a half cents a kilometre now too. Yep. They've got a greed frenzy and gone stir-crazy from looking at the results some of these private companies are getting from toll roads. Yeah, yeah. So why not just make every road section a toll road? So everyone pays, drop fuel excise. I agree with you 100%. That's... Um, petrol driven car people as well that's everyone anyone it? that uses the road exactly yeah I like that and people are saying to me um, yeah but you, again you guys should pay more because and this is a, there was a smart guy that I had a lot of respect for until he started coming out with this dumb shit the other day <laughs> on Facebook saying the amount of micro balling of rubber you're making off your tyres in this thing right. that I'm driving now because of the high torque engine Ooh. is doing damage to the roads. What about some gonad <laughs> in a four ton patrol with muddies on it? Yeah. <laughs> driving. Yeah. And he thinks he's Scotty McLaughlin up on two wheels around every corner. Mm. Flexing. They don't do any damage at all to the road surface, but some little quiet EV that won't even spin the wheels because the traction control is that good is tearing apart our roads yeah. like... And like, I never even knew micro balling was a thing. Well, it is apparently. Yeah, I thought it was someone balls. who might have had a micro penis. Had micro yeah. balling. <laughs> yeah, normally when they're that small, they got big, really. Oh, maybe that's oh, the, no. maybe maybe that's perspective. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. like that? Yeah, that's why I've got real small hands. <laughs> um, yeah, micro balling for EVs yeah. and pollution. Apparently, it's going to kill the dolphins worse than plastic bags. Interesting. Is the micro balling running into the ocean? So you're staying up you, for June three. We might. I'll find out exactly the the time it's on. So we might have a watch party. Would that be late here? Won't it? No. Uh, it'll be morning. It'll be about. Yeah, it'll probably be about three a.m. Oh, you'll be up by then. Yeah, I'll be up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll go to bed early that night, and we'll see if it's streamed live. Of you'll be that, loving it. Of course, that's a blad release, and we want to. We want to see more spoken. There's two things we want to talk about there. One is the carbon-sleeved rotors. Yes. And the other one is the cold gas thrusters for the yes. roads. So we need to talk about that. Yep. When I say, when people saw carbon-sleeved rotors on the um, order page for the Plaid and Plaid they Plus. Brakes. They thought brakes. I did. <laughs> but it's actually, what were you doing looking on the order page? Is there something you're not telling me? No, no, no. I, I just browse these things occasionally. Yeah. Carbon sleeve rotors. Everyone thought, oh, this thing's going to stop on a dime. The thing that region. caught my eye was the, the, the plaid. And the plaid plus. And the plaid plus, Which yeah. has now been removed. That's been greyed out. The plus has. You can't. Yes. But all they did was move the order date or something, didn't yes. they? Yes. They're trying to get more people to buy the plaid. Which, um, which is madness because, like, 
the, you shouldn't have announced the plus. Yeah, because they? Johnny ordered a plus. That's right. And Everyone's going to want that. Plus. Everyone, yeah. But we won't probably see the plus because that uses new 4680 battery technology. We probably won't see that here in Australia till 2023. Oh, that, but the plaid, the plaid, we should see early next year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, you're going to have to get 100 in one point nine. Well, people are. I know people that are buying both. Yeah, just five grand here, five grand there for the depots, and you know, not like the roadster that in 2017 was a sixty-five thousand dollar yep. deposit. Yep. But from <laughs> what I see, the the range that this thing had and the power that mm. the plus had, you. Yeah, see, the plaid's only going to have about five hundred and twenty k's because it's gonna, the tri motor is going to be so thirsty. But still, it'll be cool, and yes. we'll wait and see. So what we'll do is we'll probably wait. Oh no, we'll probably do a, a pre-show thing like I did for the Doge Father. But anyway, we'll be we'll be talking more about the plaid when we know more next Epicast. So thank you for listening in. Now, that was a good one.